you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by the Ford F-Series. A little different intro music for us, Buck. A very festive intro music there by the guys. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays to everybody out there. Welcome to Move the Sticks. Man, this is very, very, very festive. I mean... Feel Christmas like Merry tomorrow. Christmas, everybody. Yeah. yeah Happy like, New Year. feel like you be coming down the chimney. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this is a little bonus episode for everybody. If you're looking for our 10 takeaway pod, which is normally what you'd be getting at this time, we're going to save that till Tuesday, and we'll, we'll get you one of those with the 10 takeaways. This is going to be a festive Move the Sticks podcast. Some business to take care of at the top, and then after that, we're going to get into some awards and some lists that have very much a Christmas theme. You ready to go, Buck? Let's do it. All right. First of all, though, uh, this is something I wanted to get to a couple weeks ago, and I thought this would be a, a good time on this pod to, to jump into it. We talked so much at Pro Bowl lists that just come out, so we know who those guys are, and people are mentioned for Coach of the Year. And For some reason, I feel like the personnel departments get left out here. And then because it's Christmas, it's the holiday season, we want to make sure that we identify some of these guys. So I thought we create our Move the Sticks Top 5 Candidates for Executive of the Year based on what's taken place and how their teams have been constructed and, mm-hmm. and performed this year. You want to lead us off here with number one on the list? Here we go. Should we go from one to five or five to one? Make the call back there, Sully. You want to go five to one or one to five? Let's make it a countdown. Let's go five, yeah, to, yeah, five one. to one. Here Start we go. Five Let's here. go. The Minnesota Vikings GM extraordinaire Rick Spielman for what he's been able to assemble with the Vikings. This has been a terrific season for the Vikings. When you think about the problems that they've had at quarterback, lose Sam Bradford after a couple games, they go and get Case Keenum while simultaneously working to get Teddy Bridgewater back. And then the rest of the roster continue to thrive. They have Dalvin Cook spend a top pick on him. He is outstanding. They lose him. Doesn't matter. Latavis Murray, Jake McKinnon step up. You have a former street free agent, Adam Thielen, emerge as a Pro Bowl player. Everything has been right about the Minnesota Vikings. They are a team that have withstood some injuries to continue to be a team that is dominant and that can win the NFC North. I think they've done a marvelous job of rebuilding this offensive line in one offseason. And Pat Alfline's been the one of the key guys there, the rookie center out of Ohio State, was an outstanding pick. He's really kind of solidified the interior of their offensive line. They were aggressive in free agency, and I think when you just look on the whole of the defense that he's built there, it is outstanding. There's speed at all three levels. There's depth all over the place. They play really hard for Coach Zimmer. I think Rick Spielman's done a fantastic job. He comes in at number five on our top executive of the year candidate list. Number four, I'm going to go to Philadelphia with Howie Roseman and Joe Douglas, the job that they've done. Obviously, you can point back to the, the decision to go get Carson Wentz, trade up for him. That's worked out outstandingly. I mean, you look at uh, the year he was having probably the MVP of the league before he gets hurt. Uh, they've been able to withstand that so far um, with uh, with Nick Foles in the mix. But to me, when you look at what they've done, all avenues, trades, you go out and you trade for Ronald Darm, you trade for a J.J., those moves have worked out for him. And then 
getting guys like Derek Barnett in the draft and, and bringing over Chris Long, a veteran free agent, to provide some leadership. They've just hit a lot of the right buttons here with this team, and I think you got to give them a lot of credit in the personnel department. I think so. I think they deserve a lot of credit because this team is constructed the right way. No matter what happens at the quarterback position, they continue to find a way to win games because their roster is balanced. And I think the common denominator for the top teams in the league is they're able to withstand injuries because – the evaluators, the decision makers did a great job of making sure you have the necessary pieces to withstand a huge injury. The Philadelphia Eagles certainly have done that. Hats off to Howie Roseman and crew for putting together an outstanding roster. All right, who's number three on the list here, Buck? This is split. This is Dave Caldwell and Tom Coughlin, the brass for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, both guys deserve credit, and they deserve credit in a couple of different ways. I'm going to say that Dave Caldwell deserves credit because he was the general manager before Coughlin comes over um, and kind of heads the ship. Because Dave Caldwell, like it or not, he's done a great job picking blue-chip players at the top of the draft. You think about the guys that they have accumulated over the last four or five years. You're talking about star-quality players, Pro Bowl players, uh, front and back on both sides of the ball. They've been able to do it. Credit goes to Tom Coughlin because I think he has come in and just set the tone for the organization. Maybe he's kind of been a little more of a disciplinarian when it comes to really setting how the expectations should be lived up to in Jacksonville. He set the standard. The players are now living up to the standard. Also think you got to throw a little crumb and bone to Doug Marone for really operating the ship the right way. But Dave Caldwell, Tom Coughlin, both deserve kudos. Stand up and take a bow. Yeah, no question. They are right in the mix. I like how we're we're mentioning more than just one guy with a lot of these two because it isn't just a one-man band in these personnel departments. And that gets me to number two on the list. I got Les Snead slash Kevin Demoff, who's the president of the team for the Rams, for the job they've done in the offseason. I put uh, Kevin in there because of the job they did going and finding the right coach. And Sean McVay, I think you give him some credit there for getting that done. And Les Snead, with what they've built, and you look at the quarterback, again, same thing with Wentz, being aggressive, getting that move done. And then this year, building your whole offseason around, building around that quarterback, same thing that the Eagles did. You saw the Rams do. You look out and you draft a, a Cooper Cup who's been an effective guy right right out of the shoot. You go get a Robert Woods. You get a Sammy Watkins. Plug them in. They've been outstanding. I thought the decision to go get Andrew Whitworth was one of the best moves of the entire offseason. Really solidified that offensive line. So hit all the right notes there with Les Snead and Kevin Demoff. They would be my runner-up right now. Uh, when you talk about executives of the year. They've been terrific. And I think not a, but before you can even think about the acquisition of talent, I think they picked the right coach. Oh, picking no, the that's, right that's coach. the big one. Like that is the big thing. They've hit the right coach who put together a great coaching staff that really developed the players that they had. They were able to recognize their mistakes. They retooled the roster to make amends for those mistakes. So, yeah, you talk about all the guys up under Les Snead, the guys that work with Les Snead, Dem often and the like. They've done a great job of bringing the Rams back and put them in position to be one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, number one on the list, I think, Bucky, when you look at the, the four dudes that the Saints drafted this year, I don't. I mean, I think that kind of changed their team. Absolutely. And, and launched this football team. And I'm talking about Marshawn Lattimore as a potential offensive rookie or defensive rookie of the year, Alvin Kamara potential offensive rookie of the year, Ryan Ramchick, who's been a, a rock-solid player for them on the, on the offensive line, and then Marcus Williams, Baby Magic, one of my favorite nicknames from the draft last year. Uh, he's been outstanding in the secondary, starting at safety for this team. I, I can't recall, I don't know about you, but I can't recall a year where you've had four more impactful rookies on one team than what the Saints were able to do. And I think with Mickey Loomis and Jeff Ireland and crew, 
you got to give them a lot of credit. Yeah, you have to give them credit. I think it, it, the credit deserves to be split amongst those two guys because Jeff Ireland comes from a, a drafting background. He's a guy that kind of worked his way up the ranks on the collegiate side as a scout, understanding how to evaluate players, putting it together. You have him putting together an outstanding roster when it comes to drafting and selecting the players, Mickey Loomis overseeing the entire operation. They've done a very, very good job of getting their young guys onto the field. They kind of surrounded them with some nice free agent pickups. But this is really a team that has been homegrown. When you look at the guys that are playing at their best, they're all New Orleans Saints draft picks. They've been grown up and reared in the system. How about the decision to trade Brandon Cooks, which has paid off for them because they're able to go out and find a, a cheap replacement. You go out there and get Ted Ginn and bring him into the mix. They've just done they've done a lot of nice things in this roster, and I think for so long they've been trying to build up this defense, and they finally got the right guys in there to get that done. You're seeing Cam Jordan you know, play at a big-time level as well. Uh, been a great player there for a long time, finally getting his due. Uh, getting to the Pro Bowl. All right, let's. Uh, can we cue up the music again, Sully, real quick? Oh yeah. Because now we get to let's get festive here, Bucky. Let's uh, let's hand out some awards and let's start. Why don't you lead us off here with your your Santa Claus award? Santa Claus award. Now, you know, I'm I'm gonna go a little differently because normally we talk about someone giving a gift to someone outside of the building. That is how you. Yeah. Do it. But I'm say inside the building. I think Rick Smith, general manager for the Houston Texans really did Bill O'Brien a solid because Deshaun Watson has proven that, you know, Bill O'Brien can coach when he has the right guy at the quarterback position. Deshaun Watson showed all of the ingenuity that Bill O'Brien has inside because he allowed him to tap into unique things that he had never done when he had a dual-threat playmaker at the position. We saw this Houston Texans team score over 30 points a game when Deshaun Watson was at the helm. They looked exciting. It was fun. It was um, intoxicating to watch them come up with new things every week. And then they removed Deshaun Watson from the lineup, (laughs) and it goes back to what the Houston Texans have been the last couple of years, struggling to move the ball. Quarterback play has been inconsistent. So Rick Smith deserves credit for giving Bill O'Brien a nice gift because that gift allowed Bill O'Brien to look like maybe a better coach than he really was. That's why we call it the Santa Claus Award because he came with presents over his shoulder. Had Deshaun Watson a bag over his shoulder and just right down the chimney. <laughs> dropped him a franchise quarterback. So that's why he gets the Santa Claus Award for you. I'm going to I'm gonna say Bill Belichick is Santa this year because – he got on the sleigh, and he put Jimmy Garoppolo in the back seat, and he drove to the Bay Area. <laughs> he dropped him off for the San Francisco 49ers, and it didn't cost him much, Bucky, for that for that gift. I mean, what a present to the 49er fans for Christmas to get Jimmy Garoppolo and the way he has played for this football team. Bill Belichick gets my Santa Claus award. I'd like to see Bill Belichick with the beard and the whole outfit, too. That would be kind of a nice look. I mean, he's kind of grumpy. Not, he's not really a Santa Claus. He's more like a, like a grinch the way he kind of carries himself in the press the conference. Maybe, we should have done the maybe, maybe, maybe he just feels Christmassy, and maybe yeah. that's why he decided, you know what? Seriously, I'm feeling good today. I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm going to give it to you Your the one day one, out of the rest Belichick. of the year. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. But you're right, though. I'll tell you one thing. Bill he Belichick gave him a, he didn't gave him, have to pay for a meal in the Bay Area anytime. Oh, so. he gave them a nice gift. They gave them a special good eats up there too. quarterback, a special playmaker. All right, that's the uh, that's the Santa Claus Award. We can flip it over. Why don't you give me some more music here, Sol? You got any variety? What do you got? No. no Just the broke same the one? budget on the, on the We Wish You a Merry Christmas. That's all we got. Yep, that's it. That's good. It was a good, good expense. Yeah. All right, let's go to the naughty list here, and I'll lead us off. Somebody that's been naughty. 
this year. I'm going to go back to several weeks back when Gronk had that hit on Tredavious White against Buffalo. I thought that was the naughtiest hit, uh, the naughtiest moment maybe in the NFL this year. I know you can look at Juju Smith-Schuster's hit on uh, on Perfect. People had a big issue with that. But to me, the naughty list, I'm going to put Gronk on there. The play's over, and he drops an elbow on, uh, on Tredavious White. He, he's on the naughty list for me. Oh, he should be on the, the naughty list because that was disrespectful. In fact, I – he deserves all kind of coal in his stocking for what he did. <laughs> that was unnecessary. I don't think you can come back from that. Maybe he would get a sweet tart or something like that, but that not, not, not a lot of gifts. Not right. a lot of gifts. Who do you have on close. your naughty list? You know, I'm going to put Sean McDermott in his decision not to start Tyrod Taylor versus the You've L.A. Chargers. You've been hitting that. First of all, because I feel like he has robbed the Buffalo Bills fans of something that they have been wanting for almost two decades, and that's a playoff berth. I think this is ultimately going to come down to the Bills are going to fall one game short of making the postseason, and it's because Sean McDermott decided inexplicably that he wanted to put Nate Peterman out there against the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> Five interceptions in a half may have wrecked the Bills' chances of going to the postseason, something that I desperately wanted to see. Yeah, you wanted to see the Bills get there because you wanted us to trot out that picture again with you with Bucky Brooks, the full name on the back of your shoes. <laughs> One of the best things ever. It's awesome. If you yep. haven't seen that, can you tweet that out, Buck? Uh, put, have it on your whoever Twitter. Whoever dug that up is the Santa Claus Sully, what's your Twitter? what's your Twitter handle? Sully Ball. Sully Vol, just have that on your Twitter at some point in time yep. over the next few days Twitter so, that, header. so that folks can find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, make good. that, yeah, just pin that tweet. Pin that tweet. Um, anyway, so you can find that picture, Bucky, if you haven't seen it. It's fantastic. All right, so we've done the naughty list. Let's jump over to the nice list, Bucky. Who's uh, who's on your nice list this year? Alshon Jeffrey's on my nice list because okay. Alshon Jeffrey has helped the Philadelphia Eagles reestablish the pecking order on their offense. And we can talk about what Jeffrey has done for Carson Wentz, but I think it goes beyond what he's done for the quarterback. He has helped the rest of the supporting cast by putting them in a natural order. He comes in, he's the number one receiver. That allows Torrey Smith to play a comfortable, complimentary receiver. And number two, Nelson Aguilar, who they were hoping to be the number one, he slots into the number three position and moves inside, which has really been a boom for his career. Zach Ertz continues to be the red zone weapon. Without Alshon Jeffrey, none of this stuff is necessarily possible. The guys are miscast in roles that they don't play well in. Alshon Jeffrey has helped the Eagles become a title contender. Yeah, no question. He's uh – he has been a godsend for that for that franchise, looking for somebody to be that go-to receiver. No matter who's playing quarterback, Alshon Jeffrey has been big time, and they've got him locked up now long term. So uh, that's a good one there for your nice list. Me, I'm going to put uh, Sean McVay on there. And I kind of wrote down he saved a franchise. Look, I know they get ready to go into a new building. It's going to be immaculate. It's going to be beautiful, and they're on good footing from a financial standpoint. I'm just saying that he made the Rams relevant with what he did. Came in there, got the quarterback straightened out, got this offense being the most prolific offense in the league, brought energy to the team and to the town. I mean, Sean McVay was a fantastic, fantastic addition to the Los Angeles Rams and, and really the NFL. I think he's been a nice gift there. So he's on he's on my nice list there, Sean McVay. All right, let's go to our Christmas wish list. Sully, we need, we need more music. Uh, we, right. we did break the budget, so yeah, I you do might as well use it. Might as well use it. Right? Yeah, Bucky, who you got on your Christmas wish list here? What do you have? My Christmas wish list really includes just the young quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson. I want them to pick up where they left off this year. Before their injuries, I want to see these guys return to being outstanding franchise quarterbacks. I think they brought a level of excitement. I think they ushered in a new era of quarterback play that everyone is excited about. So Carson Wentz, Deshaun 
Watson, Godspeed. Let's see them get back to being on track. I want to see them be the dominant players that they teased us this year. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I'm gonna go. Look, let's just let's uh, let's throw the all the the prayers and thoughts we can out there. My Christmas wish list: Ryan Shazier, who had that awful injury in the game a couple weeks back, that he gets back to full health. I don't even you know forget to put the football thing aside. My wish list is that he gets back to full health and Zach Miller. With his gruesome injury, almost lost his leg. Unfortunately, the doctors there did a wonderful job with the Bears to, to find out what was wrong with him and to get him with the help that he needed to save his leg. I, I'm just Ryan Chazier and Zach Miller. My Christmas wish list is those guys are healthy with their families, have a great Christmas holiday, and that uh, we see these guys up and around and, and back to normal in, uh, in quick order here. So that's mine. Uh, let's go over to – this is an interesting topic. Sully, hit the music. All right, Buck, this one. Which organization needs to visit Santa's workshop in the offseason? What do you got? Oh, there's so many teams that are standing outside hoping to get in. <laughs> Santa, Santa, ooh, 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 let me in. Yeah. I think the guy who has to go, I think at the front of the line, I'm going to let the Hall of Famer go first. John Elway and the Denver Broncos, they have to be able to get into the workshop because there's plenty of work to do, particularly at the quarterback position. This is a team, and I try to support their different approach to the position. Trevor Simeon, uh, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, hoping that one of these young guys would emerge as the franchise quarterback. They haven't been able to do it. So now I think they have to go to the workshop. They have to find a quarterback that can help this team get back to where they once were a couple years ago. has to be the Denver Broncos. All right, before I get to my team that I think needs to visit Santa's workshop here, uh, let's handle some grasshopper business. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or even if you have a side gig, let me introduce you to Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Grasshopper lets you send and receive calls and texts from your new business phone number. That way you can run your business from anywhere and respond to clients quickly with Grasshopper's mobile apps. Grasshopper, sign up today. Go to grasshopper.com sticks. Get $20 off your first month. That's grasshopper.com. Slash sticks. All right, the team that I think needs to go visit Santa's workshop in the offseason, I'm going to go with the New York Giants, a team we both bought into before the season started. They are in full reboot mode. They need Santa They need Santa to give them all kinds of presents, but <laughs> they've got to get this whole thing turned around in the offseason. I think it's probably time they move on from Eli Manning, start afresh. They're going to have a high draft pick, get your quarterback of the future, and try and rebuild this offense around Odell Beckham. We talk about missing somebody this year. Woo! They missed him in a big way. Get him back healthy and locked in, and they got to try and rebuild this offensive line, something they've been trying to do for a long time. Total reboot there. they got some age on defense. We'll see if they decide to make some changes there as well. But I definitely think the Giants, I'm with you on the Broncos as well, two teams that could spend some time at Santa's workshop here in the offseason. All right, uh, Sully, one more time with the, with the tunes. This makes me happy. It does. I love Christmas music. Oh, it's the best. So good. You go to Christmas lights at all? You go? You have a neighborhood? That you uh, to? No, not yet. You've got a great neighborhood by out where we are. But I need to, the lights. I need awesome. to come down to, to your neck of woods. Then. You need to come yeah. on over. Go, go, go! Check out some Christmas lights. I'm a big go Christmas. caroling. Uh, I'm not a big carol guy. I'm a big Christmas lights guy. Yeah. Uh, Bucky, the uh, top three gifts the NFL received in 2017. I'll give you the floor. Whoo! Here we go. This has been a really, really good year in terms of getting gifts for the NFL. And I'm starting at three. I'm going to count them down uh, in reverse order. Adam Thielen developing from an undrafted free agent to a Pro Bowl player in Minnesota. 
has been one of the best gifts that we can see because everyone wants to see people rewarded for their hard work. What Adam Thielen has done has been nothing short of remarkable. This is a guy that took advantage of every opportunity. The last two years, he's been one of the more explosive playmakers in football. To finally see him earn that Pro Bowl berth says that if you work hard, put your nose down, and grind, you absolutely can get your just desserts. Pro Bowler, Adam Thielen. He has got it. Adam Thielen. All right, what else you got here? Alvin Kamara emerging as a big-time weapon in New Orleans. And, look, I've been on record talking about Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara being the best one-two punch in history at the running back position. I continue to stay on record with that. Alvin Kamara has been fantastic in terms of his ability to be a hybrid player. Uh, 1,300 scrimmage yards, terrific as a runner and receiver. Can get on the edge. He is the best offensive player that the Saints have. He has been a gift for football fans. One of the things, I'm glad you brought that up about the best duo because we've been talking about that for a while, and somebody actually got to me on Twitter mm-hmm. and had he said, this is a duo you guys never bring up when you're talking about this. Wendell Tyler and Roger Craig? No, no, that's a good one. He said, uh, I think they had 2,900 yards combined. I, I'm struggling to find it right now. But he said it was Marshall Falk and Robert Holcomb had a 2,900-yard uh I mean, that's season. Are we saying that both he, guys are on par? He, that's are we saying that Robert, that Robert Holcomb is on par with these two guys? What did, 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 I'm, did, just, did, I'm I mean, passing along some I mean, how many yards did Marshall Falk account for? Did he account for 2,500 yards and my man had 400? Yeah, he's, is that what we're saying? He's throwing Holcomb oh, over. I haven't looked gosh. up the numbers. I, like, I, I got to look like, up the Robert Holcomb oh, numbers. My, I don't know. Like, I'm just that, saying. That, that has been distracted. I oh, like oh, I oh. like to give voice to the folks. Oh, and that has been brought up. Robert Holcomb. They think we're sliding. One, one, one of the best. Robert Holcomb. Okay, let's. Okay, let's. Give me the numbers that year, then. What do we got? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Listening. This is uh, our guy <laughs> what, uh, Brian Mertz. What, what, what? Listening to the Tuesday episode. You all keep leaving out Marshall Falk and Robert Holcomb. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, you know how many yards? Almost twenty nine yards. You know how many yards? Do you know how many yards? How many did Robert bring to the table? He had almost three hundred rushing yards. Okay, that's big. And he had 163 receivers. Come on, Robert uh, Bryant. Come on, Bryant. You can't come call on, us on the carpet like, when the like guy if, had you to, if you want to say Marshall Falk, but come on. I agree. I, I got to stick with Bucky on this one. You come know, on. I mean, both dudes are almost over a thousand yards. I'm not. I'm with, not, I'm with Bucky. Over well, I, didn't, piece, I didn't argue. I, mean. with, I just think it's hilarious that I didn't, my guy didn't didn't mention the fact that of the 2,900 that Marshall yeah. had 2,400 of it. I mean, come yeah, on. That's a little skewed. Good. Yeah, a little bit. Come on, that's not a tandem. All right. What's your number that's one? That's not Bucky? so much Bandit. That's not so much Batman and Robin there. Yeah, you're getting that. Oh, the best gift that we have seen is Jimmy G going to San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo going to the San Francisco 49ers. Man, has raised the excitement level for what we're looking for in the NFC West. We're excited about the Rams and what they've been able to do with Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. But now there's a bit of excitement and optimism over the San Francisco 49ers and what they could be in 2018. Jimmy Garoppolo has been terrific in terms of being a playmaker. He is everything that they've wanted. I mean, this guy's a difference maker. I think he is the reason the 49ers are in the playoffs in 2018. Yeah, that's a heck of a gift. I can't argue with you there. Before I get my three, one more time, silly. Can you just leave it up when I do these three? Actually, like, can you leave, let that let Yeah, that we'll, we'll let it breathe. All right, I think it adds a little bit to, to it. I'm going to go Josh Gordon being back in the NFL. That's a heck of a gift. One of the most talented players in the entire league getting his life in order and being out there and getting a chance to watch him. I don't care the Browns. It's terrible. He's fun to watch, and it's good for the league to have him back in it. So that's number three on my list. 
Number two, I made a last-minute change. I, Tony Romo going to the broadcast booth. Bucky, we're like, a lot of times we're doing yep. games, so we don't get a chance to listen. He's I've heard, good, though. heard it a couple times, and it is refreshing to hear somebody just fresh off the field. The game, he understands it so well and can articulate it, and more than anything else, just brings an enthusiasm uh, to the broadcast. So Tony Romo was a heck of a gift. Deshaun Watson is my number one gift. We've talked about him already. It, look, in the NFL is only as good as its quarterbacks, and I know – he got hurt and missed the majority of the season, but he's the future of the league. He's he's definitely a bright star and somebody the league can kind of build around. So that was one heck of a gift to the NFL in 2017. Sully, would you like to add anything on your favorite gifts for the year? Uh, Miles, I'll add this. I- I'm thankful that we don't have to deal with you kind of being here for six months at a time that you're uh, that you're here all the time. Thanks, Sully. guys. That's a I, nice think, gift. I think that's a good gift. I think that'll be mine, too. There you go. Uh, it's good to be in the building year-round. Let's get to the playoffs. <laughs> all right. You know the other gift that Sully wants? A relevant college football program. That's right. Oh, boy. That's number one. And by the way, I know it's been several days now, Bucky. I didn't do it to you on the last pod. That was nice. Yeah. But now that we were a few days removed from it, being that it's almost Christmas, I thought I shouldn't bring it up because that's not a very Christmassy thing to do. But how about those Wofford Terriers? Oh. Uh, how about those Wofford Terriers? They got my guys last night. It oh, bad day. No, it wasn't it Wasn't last night. Gosh, I think it was oh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Not a great day. Yeah. And, like, not a great day in Tar Heel land. Tennessee should have had them. That was a good game. Yeah, not a, not a but great But the Vols day. almost lost uh, the, the the same night the Tar Heels went down. They almost lost to another SoCon team oh in Furman. But as I've always said when it comes to basketball season, holler me in March and April. Yeah. That's when it matters. There are exactly. only nine games that I worry about. Three yep. in the ACC tournament. Y'all be just on fine. The way to the Tar Heels will be just fine. All it's right. not very Christmas of you. It wasn't very Christmas. Come on, By the way, it was. Bucky, Merry Christmas to you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. everybody. Happy holidays. Time. Thank you guys so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll catch you guys Tuesday. We'll have our 10 Takeaway Pod. I hope you enjoyed that. Merry Christmas, everybody. See you next time. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.